0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Gadget Talk. I bet you probably thought it wasn't going to happen again, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> so, Chad, man, how how have you been? I mean, it's been, it's been a while since we've been on. So give us a little update. What's What's been kind of going on?
1: Uh, boy, not much. Not much in here. Actually, I haven't spent much time in this room. Um, been taking care of, uh, you know, enjoying a month off with the summer and, and taking care of stuff around the house. So it's been extremely nice, actually.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I'm kind of the same way, been t- kind of getting things done um, new job and new work schedule and new sleep schedule, all that kind of stuff's been kind of going on. Um, been getting back, starting to get back into working on a build, get some ideas there. Um, and so that's, that's been fun. Um, but after having this time off, it's kind of hard sometimes to get back into the routine of getting, getting yeah. doing work in the shop and everything. So. Um, and <laughs> that's what we were
1: talking about right before the show is like, do you remember how to do the opening and, and all that stuff? Because <laughs> it's been well, so long. In fact, Chad like, here. So I said, yeah,
0: says, good evening, like Cash Builder. It seems like it's been way too long since the show. And it has been. And yeah, just with everything going on and schedules, it's just, it's been, it's been hard and it's just been there, but we got some really cool things that we're going to be doing. I know we're going to be on just like maybe a couple times a month here. But we're also working on a separate YouTube channel that you'll be able to get other content from as well. So that's, that's something that we're working on as well. So you have like mini content and different things that are happening and maybe some little quick things. And then we have, we'll have this live uh, interactive a couple of times a month. So, um, but before we, I just love seeing that how we got on here. Um, uh, mini Mag got a chance to use a, a Raspberry Pi this weekend. That's really cool. Bill on the move is working on a sound module. Creative Cash and his six-year-old daughter is painting a birdhouse. That is awesome. Um, so, uh, let's hear. We saw try caches. Uh, just finding our ways. Saying hi from Arizona. And let's see here. We got um, Dave McDonald Railroad um, from I- hello from uh, um, Idaho. Idaho. a Ninja <laughs> is on, of course. Engineer 42 coming in from Pennsylvania. Then um, we got GCDXK11 from Medicine Hat. Um, Jerton is on tonight. Hello. Welcome. Uh, GeoTribe 5 is on. So it's just really great seeing everybody on. I um, hope that more will be coming on here in a little bit. Um, but let's go ahead and take care of our sponsors real quick, and then we'll be right back, and we'll get right into our show tonight, uh, talking about taking going from a breadboard, protoboard, to a PCB. So uh, let's take care of our sponsors. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today.
1: LogWork, the creators of the fantastic logbook, made with genuine right in the rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com.
0: Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. All right. And I also see Gary Slinkers uh, joining us um, says he's still driving home from uh, his MCC trip. Um, I hope Slinky Mom is driving if you're texting. (laughs) So that's I'm just saying. So be safe out there. Um, But uh, all right, Chad. So we talked talk about getting into this. um, But oh, a couple of quick announcements real quick. If you haven't signed up for Cash Fest, um, go go do send in your Wilton GC nine. Z E F F is the uh, code. Uh, we are doing that again next year and it's going to be here in Memphis and that's going to be July 15th is the actual event. we're going to be doing events starting on Wednesday. Uh, let's see, that would be the, what the 11th, no 12th, 12th Wednesday. Yeah. 12th on the 12th. So we'll start events on the 12th and we'll go all the way through the 15th like we did last year. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're working on those side events, what, what it's going to be. But it's gonna it's gonna be another great week. Yes, I know it's and people have said this. It's really hot, <laughs> and in Memphis, but you know, we've got some stuff that's gonna be inside air conditioning at the the academies and all that aspect. And we're gonna be doing another gadget academy, um, and Chad's already got the project worked out on that. Um, and we've it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be really a great academy. i um, looking forward to it. Another event yeah, that we're right. actually going to be doing another Gadget Academy at is coming up, and that's at GeoCoinFest in San Antonio. And I
1: next month. I got the, the yeah. It's it's it's.
0: I'm terrible person for not 9th. remembering this. It's October 9th. I know the date, but I'm trying to find October uh, 8th. Oh, October 8th, and it's GC9FHYJ. GC October 8th, GCY. Yeah, so. Yeah, cuz I'm going on vacation. I have taken a couple of days of vacation to come down and we'll be I'll be down there for that. So, really looking yeah, I forward think
1: to that. Showing up there, I think on Tuesday, I think. I got to talk to my wife. She sets it all up for me.
0: Yeah, I'll be coming down on Thursday and then the events on Saturday, of course. So, All right. So now let's get into our build for tonight or what we're talking about.
1: Okay, so we had an email recently here um, from a cacher, and honestly, I didn't write down the name uh, of who it was. Um, let me see here. If let me I pull it up. Did you send it? To, I got oops. Uh, Richard Rogan. Right. It. Uh, is the I don't know what his geocaching name is. Uh, it wasn't left on the
0: uh,
1: on the email, but anyways, he asked about moving or making a breadboard more permanent. Um for being out in a cache, or maybe even switching it from a bet- breadboard to a regular PCB. Um, and then you know what kind of container what would you put in it to make it a little more uh weatherproof and geocacher proof. So right. I know we've kind of gone over the subject a few times in the past, right? But we're just gonna go ahead and, and go over it again here, maybe into a couple other uh parts of it here. Let me get rid right. of my
0: and I do know a lot of people take their breadboard and then come back through with the hot glue and just glue everything together. Okay, so that works, but that's not the preferred way. That's <laughs> it's it is a way. It actually
1: is a really good way um probably the easiest and most cost-effective way to uh try and weatherproof your your uh your PCB, but uh especially if you have a, if you have a breadboard and you're trying to keep everything held in, right. Then I would definitely recommend the hot glue method. Uh in fact, I tried to take one apart Uh, for a project I did because I was changing it from the breadboard I did years ago to actually a PCB and it took everything I could. I had to rip all that thing apart and some of the wires ripped out and stuff. And I might've just, might as well just have rebuilt the whole thing because it actually held really well.
0: His geocaching name is R Reagan.
1: Oh, R Reagan. Okay.
0: And uh, Quincy says he would rather have a cheese board than a (laughs) breadboard.
1: Cheese board. Sounds good. can't bring up food during the, no, this no, it's my no. dinner time.
0: Yeah, no, we can bring up cheese balls. I could be so we can, anyway. She's out hiking right now at the Appalachian Trail, still. That's uh Katie. Um, so all right, so yeah, let's go into what we can bring up your build cam. And so first off, those that do know that may be joining us and haven't no, doesn't know what what is the difference between a breadboard and a PCB.
1: So a breadboard is a temporary board that you use for testing or making uh, your circuit on before you actually ter- switch it over to a PCB. Um, so this is one that I just had sitting around. It had stuff on it. I've removed it. Um, but this is what a a breadboard looks like. And then this is what, and I have, there's all kinds of different sizes and types. But this is, this is my PCB that I use uh, for when I make it more permanent. So I solder it all in uh, on here. And so this is what one of the boards I'll be talking about how to weather proof it a little bit as well as, uh, you know, on your breadboard, uh, pretty much all you need to do is hot glue it. Uh, I would recommend if you're going to keep it on the breadboard itself, you just need a hot glue. It. So if you take a look at this, um, I actually was being really lazy on this one and didn't take these out and switch them out with real wires. Um, but I hot glued all this in here. Right. Um,
0: and those are actually and, jumper wires, correct?
1: Yeah, those are jumper wires. They work. They're wires. They'll work. Um, and I just bent them over. This was for the bigger, this was the test one for the uh, scream can. The,
0: okay. The screen, yeah. That was, yeah.
1: Um, cache. So, um, so, anyways, yeah. So they're all hot glued in there. So they're not going to come out unless you really, really pull on them to get them out of there. And I'm really yanking. So um, if it's moving around, getting wiggled, whatever in the cache, it's not going to go anywhere so that's what Uh, i would recommend if you go ahead right
0: i was going to say but with the um if you have a huge swing of temperature that the hot glue will eventually it'll crack and melt and or because it'll get too hot and then it can get cold it will start getting a little bit more brittle am i correct
1: right yeah i was going to go over the the good and bad parts about hot glue um the good part it's cheap easy to find most people have it right Um, the bad part is yes if you hit about 120 degrees in your cache it will be, it will get soft. Now, if no one's really poking at it or anything, it it should be okay. I don't know if maybe someone's in an area like Arizona. Um, let me know because we don't get that hot around here. So, um, you know, maybe becomes an issue there, maybe California, but in the Pacific Northwest, we don't have that issue here. So anyway, that's what I would recommend on here, but, uh, maybe we'll get a comment on that.
0: Right. Now it's kind of funny engineering 42 saying, wow, I'm too cheap to buy multiple proto boards. So (laughs) prototype on one board, you get it working, then you put it to the PCB and then you pull all your wires back out of the proto board and use it for something else. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have so much, so many different types of boards. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, I'm on Amazon. I'm like, Oh, a piece of candy and I buy it. So (laughs) anyway, uh, (laughs) So that's uh, that's the difference between a, a breadboard and a PCB. Uh, now you can also this PCB is one I recommend using, and I use a lot because these lines here that are numbered here are all connected all the way up and down, uh, and then you have your hot and your ground uh, on the two on both ends right. of this. So I like this board because then I can place. Uh, let me see if I found one here.
0: Now I'm gonna I'm, what I'm gonna do real quick is I'm gonna pull. Um, those that are wanting maybe to get each one of these, a breadboard or a, a piece or, or a, a PCB. Um, I'm going to put mm-hmm. a link in the chat. Um, and this is a, um, affiliate link. So if you're, if you're wanting to get one of these, um, I'll have a link there here very shortly that you can get for the breadboard or for the, um, the PCB. So I'll, we'll have okay. them in there in the chat for you here just very shortly.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, I'm just looking here real quick. Oh, I have this one, this will work. Um, for one that I've made up. PCB, but this will work. Okay. Um, so one thing I like about this is you can take your your Arduino, and I like to use nanos. Right. Um, but you can still if you're not doing an Arduino, if you're just doing LED lights or whatever, um, they'll still work the same way in the same in the same board. But you uh go ahead and take you go ahead and solder this on here, okay. uh, And then everything that you need to hook up to the different uh, outputs here um, will you? It's all those. There's like two down there, and two on this side, or three on this side. Um, so, anyways, you have plenty of extra wire, lots of places to hook up your wire to. And then over on the side, I'll make, uh, I'll put other projects. Oh, here. Think about this one. This is one that I was working on here. This kind of is a good example. So uh, here is where my nano will mount. So I make it so you can remove the nano in case you ever have an issue in the future with it. Um, And then I have my, this is where my power is going in. Uh, And so right here, I put terminal uh, blocks right here, the terminal screws blocks. So I can actually wire in. Uh, double battery, uh, pack or, or you know, quad battery pack, whatever I want to do there. Uh, or I can even hook uh, wire in a uh, barrel jack if I want to, if I'm going to be able to power it from somewhere. So I put those in so I can actually change it out if I need to. Okay. Uh, so it's not permanently that one source of power. Um, so this is a bigger one here I use. Um, this runs over to your your uh, your power and your ground, the VIN, which is your power in. And then here's a smaller set of, of uh the terminal jacks too. And so this fits this breadboard, so it actually will go for each each hole. This will fit. This is every other hole. I think this is point one, is I think what Arduino or the yeah, Arduino is. Uh, and this is the two. This so this goes every other one, so it jumps. It's kind of sorry, it's kind of not focusing, but anyway, you'll see there's different sizes. Um, look at your Arduino bot when you order them. Look and make sure it's for your right Arduino. Um, So anyway, that's just kind of an example of what I end up switching mine to from the breadboard here onto the PCB. Wired all up. I put all these. So I switch my wiring types typically. Um, Let me get rid of that sample there. Um, And so I will switch my wiring out to these wires here. Right, and those are um, jumpers,
0: and those are really great. These,
1: yeah, so um, this must be a brand new box. I thought I had this one open. Um, sorry, here guys.
0: Right, and I'm going to put a link in there as well for the jumper, uh, multiple jumper wires as well, that you have there. That's a smaller one. There's I have a kit. I, I got it in a larger kit. Um, that I liked, um, so that's that's another one that's really good on there as well. Yeah,
1: I get these in a four pack. Uh, they go on sale, so I keep them and I either put them in my cart or save for later. And then once in a while, Amazon will send me a message that they're on sale if I want them, and then I'll buy them if I need them. So right, but, this uh, one is I a, buy these like, in a four pack.
0: Right, this one's a five hundred and sixty piece jumper wire it has fourteen links and it's for twelve bucks on Amazon. So nice. So these are all the jumper wires. I just dropped that link in, into the chat as well. So any of those items that you get does help the channel out a little bit. Uh, we just get a little bit from there as an affiliate link. So
1: okay. So now these jumper wires come in lots of different sizes, um, and there's some really, really small ones. That's actually just a U. Um, so when you when if you get one, you'll see. On there so this one here is just a u type so they're they're really small and then up to um i think that one is five or six inches so um but you don't have to keep them that size so if you look a lot of mine i end up cutting them to the size i want so if you look on here the red one here that red is a lot longer than this one right um so what i do is i measure it and i use this little tool here for Doing that, and so
0: 3D printed that one, it looks like,
1: yeah, yes, that's where (laughs) you print a lot of stuff. So, if you figure out your size you need on your board, um, you know, you can measure it however you want, then you just have to stick this in here and bend it and then cut it. Sorry, I probably should be back on the camera here, and I'm just making this. uh, There's no reason to make this for anything, but. I will cut it, and then you can, sometimes you can kick that off with my fingernail, but what I recommend doing is either using wire strippers, either this style or this style. Here, this style is pretty nice because you can adjust it really easy and go straight on. They're both nice. Uh, It just depends on what you want, so um, pull it out. Unfortunately, that one, because it's so small.
0: It pulled it through the the, side. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I meant to hold the other side with my pliers when I did that. I don't know if I'll get that. Okay. Let's start over. <laughs> so anyway, you, I think you get to adjust to what I'm doing here. Right. Um, you're
0: just Getting it to where it needs to be. Then cutting it. And then we're going to pull the, pull the end off. And this time hold the end with your pliers. Yeah. So I need to get that other, I have the, your vice grip, crimper but i don't have that other one that one i like that one
1: Jeez, still pulled it
0: there you go <laughs> <laughs> then he pulled it off
1: all right so we got the, we got the just anyway i don't think i've ever had so much difficulty <laughs> with it but you you kind of figure out what i what i'm doing that's, because um, we're live. that's crazy we
0: said? anything that's gonna go wrong it's gonna go wrong live
1: yeah that's just crazy anyway that's not worth my time putting it back on so anyway you can see it it actually works out really well on my projects here Um, uh, so anyways this is kind of a a handy tool to use to uh, measure so um, it's measuring the inside here and then you can make your own legs for it here that goes down so um, you can actually even crimp it pull another one of these out here
0: yeah, the answer to answer Chad's question, yes, it's that it is something that we've printed. Um, and I will, I'm going to jump on to Thingiverse real quick because I'm sure that's where you found it. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try and pull the. Um...
1: So you can take this and uh, cut it here, which will give you your exact size if you notice that. So they kind of have a little rounded edge here. Um, and then, anyways, that will give you your exact size. What I'm going to do, let me try it with these crimpers. Did it do it again? I did not as bad.
0: Okay. All right. But anyway, you get the point. Right. And that's, I'm going to look for it as you're talking, Chad. I'll try and find that on Thingiverse, and I'll drop a link for it as well. Um,
1: Yeah, I thought about making a different style up of myself, my own, and then putting it on our site as a link. Um, But, you know, I mean, no point in reinventing the wheel. It works fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no... I'm just trying to figure out what it would be called.
1: Um, uh, I don't remember what I, I think I was. It's one of those that popped up when you first sign in. Right. I think it was things that just popped up. Uh, as oh, you might like this.
0: Oh, but hey, I, guess what? I found one. I found one. It's not necessarily okay. the same one, but it's one. Okay. So I'm a. Let's see here. This is one on here. I'm dropping it in there um they're calling it a breadboard wire bending tool
1: Mm -hmm. nice so um once we get everything over to the board um i'm going to switch over to this one here um this is a, a project i was working on that i've stopped i switched i didn't like the board this board i was using so just real quick to show um there's different types of these boards here. Um, these ones here do not connect to each other these the circles here or the the mounts okay. uh, and so you'll actually have to solder them together if you want to link of them together. Uh, but they come in they're really inexpensive and they come in all different sizes in a kit or um, you can get depending on what your, your project is you can get really big ones uh, like this as well. right? But I recommend the ones here that are actually already all soldered and connected together. Um, they already have places for standoffs and everything. Right. Um, so anyways, these are what I would recommend using.
0: And I put those in the link in the chat already, the ones that you have there. And then I yep. also just found the other, the, your measuring tool, breadboard jumper tool. Um, okay. That you have there that you have as well. So I found that one and I've dropped that link into the chat there as well. So you have two different choices of of breadboard. Well, you have breadboard. You have your PCB. Then you have two different wire jumpers, uh, measuring tools on that. So, real simple. A couple things I've dropped in the chat, in there as well. So, be looking that for that. And I will get these also linked into the description after the show. So, if you're watching this later, you'll be able to look, click on the description down below and you'll see these links as well down below.
1: Yes. Perfect. Sorry. I was reading the comments there. That's cool. Um, Shandrum's in. He's, uh, if you didn't have a chance to do his geocache uh, last year at uh, Cache Fest, uh, you'll have a chance this next year to do it. So oh, yeah, make I'm sure working. if you need a 5.5 five or 5.4, five, is that what that is? Something like that. You can do it at his cache. Yes. So, okay. Also... So Shandram
0: also says he uses a big hammer on this stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah it takes patience sometimes um whenever i'm in a hurry or anything it's when stuff doesn't work so uh now after i have everything all soldered up and completed uh a way i like to waterproof the board now you can do hot glue all over the place if you want um some people have used a project box this one's a little small for this but uh if you had the right size one um you can actually stick it in there and just cover it with um hot glue to hold it in and also weatherproof it a little bit um but what i would recommend doing and i think works best i've tried there's fancy now you can get some pcb uh different types of protectors there's uh uh varnish that you can spray over the top of your board to protect it from any moisture uh to keep anything from corroding I personally like to use clear fingernail polish. Uh, I think this works best and it's cheap. Right. Use. So you can go to your wife's cabinet and take her clear fingernail polish. Or maybe not. So I guess maybe some pe- some fingernail polish can be expensive. But all you have to do is take this and then coat both sides over your, <clears throat> over your project and just coat the whole board. And it actually dries fairly quickly. And so what this is going to do is just kind of keep... Anything from corroding from moisture. Now it's not going to waterproof it, right? So you're not going to stick it underneath water. Right. But if you take this and you and you do a clear coat on it, it's going to keep anything from oxidizing, uh, or if there's any moisture in there. Uh, the only thing you don't want to do is if you have a heat sink. So if you're running like a a DC to DC converter, anything that's going to get hot, you don't want to coat that part with it. Uh, if you don't know what a heat sink is. I will right. pull one out here.
0: Um, so, Shandram also says clear flex seal works well as well. Mm-hmm. And Engineering 42 says conformal coding is the tech term.
1: Yeah, is it? Okay. I'm not a tech person. So, first time I heard of that. So, this is a uh, DC to DC converter, I believe. Yeah. Uh, DC, DC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so you can change your, 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 uh, input of uh, your voltage on this one. So it's not a converter. So anyways, um, on these, this little spot here is supposed to get a heat sink cause this is going to get hot. And so your purpose of the heat sink is to dissipate the heat. Um, so nothing melts. So this part here, you would not want to coat same with any of these big, any of your big components, you don't want to coat. Okay. you can coat over I have nothing to point with, really. Let's see. You can co- coat over these parts here, but just don't go over your bigger components uh, on the, on the boards. So that's the whole what, back of it you can.
0: And that's just what the the um, fingernail polish. would you be able to go over those bigger components with say, the hot glue if you use the hot glue method?
1: No, because that's gonna really cause it to overheat. It'll melt the hot glue and can cause some failure. Okay. Uh, you, you don't really want to coat those or, or bury them in anything. There are a couple different projects, uh, products out there that they say you can. I don't have a need to, I, unless you're going to stick this in water, you don't need to coat those things Right. Uh, or, or cover them up. Right. We're just trying to stop a little bit of corrosion from happening if it gets moisture, moisture in there. So, okay. um, figuring out polish is going to work really well for that. Okay. The next step to make it, whether little weather resistant is to use a project case so these are just basic project cases here these are not weatherproof uh project cases but um you know if you're not going to get a lot of if they're inside of a nice container it's not going to be an issue um you can either put them in here they do have some mounts already in here for the pcb but more than likely you're going to have to glue it in there or mount it a different way um, some people will screw um standouts in there or uh standoffs in there uh for the board to mount to, but then you're putting holes in there that kind of defeats the purpose of it kind of you could you could use some silicone over it if you want but uh if you put it in there you could hot glue it in silicone it in whatever you want right on that one so this one is here is not a weather tight one um but they do we there are some here and this actually has amounts on the outside, so you don't have to drill any holes. Okay. Um, probably should have taken this. Sure so Geocacher Owen so.
0: says you could use industrial grade components instead of commercial, then overheating is less of an issue.
1: Mm-hmm. You could absolutely. I don't I don't think you have the budget for those kind of components or the projects form.
0: But I'm sure we could find something. <laughs> at least the project wise.
1: Yeah. Uh, so these come with the seal. So this is a weather type box here. Um, this seal it comes with, you need to stick it inside the channel here all the way around. Right. And then that will seal it. I'm not going to stick it in. Um, and then you have your box here that you can mount your, your breadboard or, or whatever you're going to put in there, right? Your PCB, uh, two now to get your wire out. Um, unfortunately you will have to drill a hole for that now there are rubber grommets that you can put inside the hole that will that will make a tight fitting around the wire i do have some but they're for big you know 12 gauge wire so they wouldn't work in these right um the other kind i use you could drill a hole and just uh silicone it if you want to okay um or you can um i like to use one of these here um what this is going to do you don't have to use this but this gives it a when you drill the hole, it may have some sharp edges. You should always sand it. But this is going to give it a nice uh hole for the wires to go through. And right. if they rub a little bit, it's not going to rub a hole in the wires. And then I silicone around oops, the wires. I guess I'm not in the you, you, silicone uh, around really the wires. Okay. And then there's some here that have this one's too big, but there's some that have teeth in it to stop it also from pulling in and out. That is uh a strain relief, is what it's called. So you don't strain on the wires. Right, there, it keeps them from pulling, pulling out. So, uh, that's that's another way you could do. You could do the same thing on here. Um, just put it in there, silicone around it. It'll be good. Same with your. You're gonna need because you're gonna need power wire going in, and then whatever you have coming out, coming out. Right. So, that's pretty much the basic way that I do mine. Now, I had one actually that I. Uh, the it was at, it's at a fish hatchery that was closed for over two years, um, and I didn't get to go in and do anything to it. And this is how I how I made it with the fingernail polish and on these boards. And then I had one that was uh, oops hot glued as right. well. And when I when I went out there to, to I thought they were going to be corroded and all kinds of issues since it that sat there for two years. over two years without mm-hmm. touching. Um, and all I had to do was change the batteries and everything right. worked perfect. Yeah. So, so you, they do work.
0: So if you take that time and weatherproof it, when you build, you're going to have a lot less problems, um, in the, in, in the field. Arduinos are usually typically, um, are generally have more maintenance issues than any, any other cache generally because of weather. So do you find that correct, Chad, or is that kind of a, if you don't, if you don't weatherproof it, we'll put it that way. You'll have, we're going to have a lot more issues.
1: You can, I mean, it depends on where you're at in Arizona. You may not, I right. don't know in the Pacific Northwest where we have more rain here than anything. It, yeah, I would definitely weatherproof it. You're going to have issues. Yeah. I have some that from, I, I have some that I actually just stuck inside, um, some other boxes that I've used. In fact, I can show. Let me grab one here. Uh, just some junction boxes, weather tight junction boxes, and silicone the ends ends of them. Right. And uh, they've been out for five years. Never had an issue with them. Um. And I didn't coat them with with uh anything. In fact, it's just an Arduino on a breadboard, or an Arduino on a PCB. Right. Uh. And then all I have is the weather tight box. The uh, or the uh, junction box and the weather tight cap on it and then silicone around the end where the wire comes out and it's been out there for a long time and I've never had any issues with it. So, right.
0: Well, it's because it's what well, when it's in the, in the weather box. So it's like, it's like we were yeah. talking earlier, it, it depends on the container that you're putting it into. Mm-hmm. So um, if you take that little extra time and maybe money and just go ahead and put it in there, you're going to have a lot less maintenance is just the kind of the point that I was kind of making. These little
1: boxes are way cheaper than another Arduino if you have an issue, especially nowadays. Arduino prices are crazy expensive. And if you're using, you know, something that takes an 18 mega chip or something like that, right. You know, I mean, prices of electronics have gone crazy.
0: Yeah. Supply chain and all that stuff that we mm-hmm. hear all the time about. And if you're looking to even for a Raspberry Pi, it's even, even crazier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, geocacher Owen says marine and coastal areas will have more issues in island than inland caches. Sierra is a massive problem with outdoor electronics. And that's due with a lot of the salt, um, salt water issues and on that aspect of it. So, yeah. So that's just be careful. Like I said, it depends on your region and what you're, what you have. Some people can put it out a birdhouse in certain areas and it will last for years. Mm-hmm. Others put it out there and it'll be gone in a year because of, bugs i mean that's just it's just the nature i'll be gone of,
1: in a day because of homeless
0: See, <laughs> so there's a lot of it depends on where you're placing it and the type of material and that's why we like showing different techniques of what you can do because every every region is different of what's what's gonna mm-hmm. what's gonna last and what's not gonna last um i i'm generally building a lot of stuff out of PV, a pvc board now um just because wood birdhouses and kind of where i'm at could get broken down and then there's a lot of bugs and stuff aspect of it and it just i don't want to beat them to be eaten by termites so
1: yep that's a good point so i mean that that's a big part of it i mean next yeah, would be your container putting it in right um a good birdhouse um i would make sure the components wouldn't be accessible by a, a caster now if you put it in a box like this i'd put security screws on it Uh, if you're going to have it exposed, right. So at least they wouldn't be able to get into the cache itself or into the components, but I would put another board maybe in front of it with some screws on it, security screws or something, or a secret compartment that most people don't, you know, wouldn't be able to access, uh, maybe to hide that stuff. Because honestly, I I think if people see that they want to touch it, uh, my event at the, before the 2020 or the 20th anniversary, um, I had over 300 people there. And it was, it's amazing watching people that just want to, that scream canister I have, people were taking it apart. I didn't glue it together because I didn't put it out yet and wanted to keep it so I could get inside of it and change it. And people were taking that apart just to see how it looked or how it worked. Or I thought that was part of the cache. It was amazing. Huh?
0: Yeah. And see, like, and that's just, so, yeah. So that was really cool. And if you haven't seen that, uh, there's previous videos down here, but then you can also see on uh, the geocaching vloggers, TikTok, and some other places that that has been um, put on there with them and Instagram um, of Josh and um, Daniel Flieger doing that. Um, so, yeah, so TriCache has really enjoyed the tour of your shop for the 2022 event weekend. Um, so that's, yeah, Chad's shop is amazing. It really is. And what you see <laughs> here is only half of the shop. Now it isn't as big as I haven't been in the other half. People
1: now. think, um, I appreciate it. I wish we could have had more time. He was crazy busy, everybody was, uh, that night, and so uh, it would have been nice to have him here to actually kind of build something or, or spend a little bit more time here. So, but I appreciate him coming by and I'm glad he enjoyed it. Yeah, so I always like, I always find it fun to look at people's shop and see what they have and you know, see how they build stuff,
0: right? And when speaking of shops. You've added a few things to yours, haven't you? Recently,
1: I don't know. Have well, I? At another least three another 3D 3D printer? printer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Another <laughs> yeah. 3D printer somewhere. Yeah, I got another Max, so another large format <laughs> printer. So
0: <laughs> we had to print something yeah. really big to guard. Of course, everybody that's been watching the show, we're we're noticing that there is no signal and carbonite there's, behind you right now there's a
1: lot of stuff gone so i usually have the star wars cache that we built up there i have yeah the scream cache i have signal and carbonite um i have all kinds of stuff <laughs> they're still sitting in the room that had my event at i haven't gone back to do anything there so yeah. um yeah i need to bring them back home at some point and signal needs to go down to the hq so
0: so, so try caches at your event it was a bit scary <laughs> walking in with all the screaming going on
1: <laughs> it was fun. You know what? It, it was, it was so much fun. And honestly that cash was so fun to watch people do because no one wanted to do it. So it was on one side of the room. It was a, it was a fairly good sized conference room. Right. And I had caches all around um, and that one there was on the far corner and no one wanted to do it. So when everybody was on the other side, figuring out the puzzles, they'd be like, Oh, I'm going to go over here and do it. But as soon as you started screaming, everybody would come over and watch you. So, (laughs) and it's not a quick scream. You got to scream for a while to get that thing uh, to go. So uh, it was, it was a blast. It was fun. I mean, Chad was there uh, every, there were so many people there that I just had a blast with. uh, And I love that stuff. I love showing that event. I could have been there. I think we had it for six hours. It was six hours long, I think. Oh, wow. And um, I could have kept going. In fact, when we left, we had to kick people out and stop people from coming in because they just kept showing up and we had to leave. So that's actually where Tricassius and I came back to my house. And then we went back to over by where the event was uh, for another event. So,
0: okay. Yeah, it was a
1: blast. It was fun.
0: Tom goes, reminds me, I still haven't logged all the uh, travel bugs from that event.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of them, Daniel owns now. So uh, he bought one of the boxes.
0: Oh, cool. That's really cool. So make so, sure yeah, you log
1: and, it before he changes it.
0: Yeah. Be sure to do that. So yeah, that's really, I, that's really cool. I really do like that. That's and the different things that we're printing. Now we have, we were working on a project and we are going to get back to it. Uh, we're a the whole themed of a the cache and a series of caches. And the theme, if you remember, if you, when we, before we went on to our little bit of a break or a longer break or however you want to call our break <laughs> that we had, um, time away for the last few weeks. Um, we were working on the storyline and the theme of a uh, what well, it was it was a Cold War spy cash series. So we're mm-hmm. going to be getting back into that. So don't don't think that we're just that's we've left that and, and we're going along. No, we're working on ideas and we're working on some stuff and we're going to come back to that um, maybe in the next show or or somewhere down the line. We're going to get back into. Getting back into that series again. um, We have some ideas and we want to clarify the ideas. We just don't want to build anything willy-nilly and just go with it. So that is what we're going to be working on coming up here pretty soon. Again, we can get back into that. Because who knows? That might show up either in Seattle someplace or in here in Memphis for a a big event that's happening here next year or both. So, um, hey, maybe it'll be cross-country. So you can find part of the Real series key. there and part of the series here.
1: Hmm, I don't know. And now, that, that, Engineer that, 42 has yeah. sent us quite a bit of stuff on that. Actually, yeah. he's been a huge help. Um, I'm not good at coming up with stories or storylines. I'm good at building stuff. So he's actually been a big help. And um, that's why we actually need to take a little bit more time because he sent so much stuff. We need to think about it. And then we have our own ideas and yeah, stuff. Gonna- so we will get back to that soon.
0: Right, we're gonna get back to that, and we so we wanted to go over the the breadboard aspect of it because we haven't we've done a lot of different things recently, um, but we, now we want to do go back into some refining of some different stuff. So, um, and that's what we're
1: GCB-SK11. doing. SK 11 was just in Seattle and visited HQ. Sweet, that's, that's awesome. Should have let me know. I would have met you somewhere. I'm over there by HQ all the time, just a couple blocks away. So. So, cool.
0: all right. So when, all right. So, yeah. So, all right. Is there anything else that we need to cover on the, on the weatherproofing?
1: I think that's pretty much it. I mean, there's always things. Something I thought about doing was taking a uh, resin, uh, clear resin from my resin printer. Right. Put it on there and then UV sealing it, coating it um, to see if that would work. Um, but honestly, it seems like a lot of work for when my fingernail polish works really good. I like, uh, you know. I just like using that. It's pretty simple. It dries fast. There's no extra work to it.
0: Right. Now, if you're not putting out a gadget cache and you're really wanting to weatherproof the logbook, what we recommend is real easy log right and or writing rain paper. Okay. We did oh, Logworks. log works. Log works. Who is sponsored our, who sponsors Gadget Talk? So always look for log work. Um, it's made with writing and rain paper. And in one of the first shows that we did, Chad, we put in writing the rain paper for mm-hmm. what was it, over a week, two weeks in, in, a, in like a fish tank. And you came back and you were able to write on it still underwater with pencil and paper mm-hmm. or pencil and pen, uh, if you use their pen. Um, so that, if you want, if you don't have a gadget cache or thing, please use log work. Um, who is sponsored by this, who sponsors us really great product. Um, it's the fantastic log work uh, <laughs> blog book. Uh, so yeah, check that out. So if, like I said, I put those in, even if I do a gadget cash, I try and use right in the rain paper. I have um, a ream of paper over here on my shelf over here, which is right in rain. Um, the only thing is with right in rain, you cannot, use, you need to use a laser printer. So um, that's the biggest thing because the, well, if you use an ink, it resist the inkjet
1: jet from, right, or the ink, from the, the ink jet. Yes.
0: Right. So, all right. So Gary's home made it safe. That's good. I'm glad you weren't texting anymore while you're driving Gary. <laughs> um, and watching YouTube at the same time. That's kind of scary anyway. Um, yeah,
1: yeah there's uh, right in the rain is located here in Seattle, uh, Tacoma actually. And I actually, it's kind of funny. I just got an email from them, uh, on Thursday that they, when we first started, I think it was on the, on the show that we were going to do a cash for them. And then COVID hit um, and then everything was shut down. So they actually just contacted me last Thursday to actually start that cash idea again. Oh, sweet. So, yeah.
0: Sweet. So, and then uh, GC <sighs> says, I tried. I did your virtual Chad gum wall market and Starbucks completed the trifecta too. Great. Awesome. I've done the trifecta. I don't think the gum wall was there when I was there. When last couple times I was there, it might have been there. I don't know. It was so stinking hot. We didn't have a lot of time. Anyways,
1: um, we were melting. The gum wall would have been a mess that oh. day. Uh, it's there. <laughs> they uh, they pressure wash it off every few years, and then it starts over again. So uh, that gum is t- really not good for the brick, to the building and mortar. Oh, so. It's uh, gross. <laughs> it, it smells like gum when you're there. At least I'm last sure time I was there. I, I I try not to go downtown. So, oh, I just it, the uh, heat
0: at 120 degrees, the ball was probably just running down, mm-hmm. just oozing. I mean, if you ever had hot gum in your mouth and it turns into a liquid, <laughs> I'm sure it did that.
1: <laughs> well, another project, since we're just kind of here kicking around some stuff uh, that I started was, uh, and this is just a thought. I saw this container and I thought I got to make something out of this. Um, if you've ever been into video games, Halo. Yes. Um, This is a medical box from Halo. I haven't painted it. I just printed it, and it opens up. See if I can get it open. Uh, And so I'm going to make this a cache somewhere inside of a container. So I have big metal containers, and this will hang on the wall. And I have to figure out a way for it to pop open or something. I got to get it painted, and I got to figure out a puzzle for it, but um Halo's always been a very favorite of one of my video games to play right right, Uh, right. and i saw this container and i thought that's really cool i gotta i gotta make that as well as i have a nephew who's huge into halo so that's gonna be a great christmas present box to hold his present in that is uh, cool and of course
0: that is a huge 3d printed uh box and that's what you've been able to do on your max i take it
1: yeah yeah one piece well two pieces you got a lid and then the bottom but yes that's been nice about Having, uh, that's why I got a second, a second one. The top took five days to print and the bottom took three and I was impatient. That's one of the reasons. (laughs) As well as building a couple uh, um, full-size costumes for Halloween. Um, Well, I have the battle droid. He's actually still at the event as well. Um, uh, Buzz Lightyear costume. We're building full-size Buzz Lightyear costumes. So I need a big uh, 3D printer for that.
0: Yeah, I may need to get with you about making a Mandalorian outfit, by the way. So, because you have the bigger prints.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, is he from Belgium? I can't say it. I don't want to butcher his name. Um, Martin, I know your nephew. It's his son. Um, so, uh, he said making a, a PCB from a plate. Uh, from a drawing design so there are and i know engineer 42 mentioned that he has uh a cnc that will actually do pcbs right um and and they can be done and i've looked at them and it seems like they're really hard to do now the ones that that we make actually dave designs them and makes them that come in bricks let me see if i can find the bricks here of them uh somewhere here um We uh, is ordered. um, They come in bricks like this. These are for the Magic Blocks kits, um, and they snap apart. Um, These are made on a site in China, and they're very inexpensive. Um, I think I I think you get eighty boards for eighty of these size boards. So this holds six different uh, boards on this one here for the size. I think eighty of them is something like forty-five or fifty bucks. Right. So, um, and I think that's landed. So you really. If you, unless you want to spend a lot of your own time, you can actually go on the site, design these and order them and, and have them shipped to you. And it doesn't take that long. It only takes a couple weeks to get them.
0: Right. And so, Engineering 42 is also saying uh, wire wrap uh, const, construction works for single uh, unit builds.
1: Mm, what do you mean by single? I don't, I think I'm missing what he's talking about.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think where that is too
1: wire wrap construction let us know uh elaborate on that a little bit so yeah what you mean on that um but our next show too just to bring that up is on the 15th is that right 16th. 16th of next month so uh it's a month away um which is kind of then, one of the bad things about going on the rotation. But then we go to a two week rotation, I think after that. Right. Yeah. It's just a we're bit.
0: over. There's some things that we cannot preempt right now. Um, so that's, so it's going to be October 16th will be the next show. Um, and that's going to give us some, a little bit of time to kind of refine what we're going to be doing um, with the, the cold war spy is that's what we're going to be. Hopefully, unless something changes, that's what we're hoping to be working on when we come back um, from that break, this break. Um, so, but then we'll, like, like Chad said, we'll be back on about every other week. I think it is, um, I have to look at the schedule. It's, I'm trying to remember the schedule and if Gary's still listening, you can put in what the schedule will be after that still. So after our October 16th, um, but
1: it's the 30th then October 30th. Okay. 16th is the next one after that. And then, um, Uh, the 13th and then the 27th. So 11, 13, 11, 27. looks so it's um, about the, the
0: second and the fourth week. So,
1: yeah. So it's about every two weeks.
0: Yeah. So that's what our schedule is going to be on here. And we'll get that up on the website. Or when I say we, I probably, I mean me, I'll get that up on the website mm-hmm. here pretty soon. Um, as we're kind of refining all the details of this. Um, but don't forget, um, Chad and I are going to be at CoinFest uh, before our next show. So yeah, we're going to be at CoinFest, So we'll actually be at CoinFest. Who knows? We may go do a quick live from CoinFest, Chad.
1: Oh, we should, we absolutely we'll should
0: definitely do a, do a live at, at coin fest. And so that's going to be October 8th. Uh, so we'll do something from there because we'll be together again down there in San Antonio. So be looking for that live to go live sometime while we're down there. Um, and it may be we're at gadget at the Gadget Academy and you just might get to see what kind of what we're doing and get to talk to some other people there. Um, well,
1: stop by and say hi if you see us too. We love oh, yeah. talking to people.
0: <clears throat> so with that, I'm looking forward to that event. Um, but of course, if you ever want to send us an email, you can do that sending us an email at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also tag us on Instagram at gadgettalkpodcast, and we'll see that and look at get, get that. Love to see what your builds are. Um, if you have any ideas of maybe some other ideas of what you want to see us build here or have any questions, uh, you can send us a uh, message through Instagram. You can also send a message to me through my personal Instagram, which is behind the cash. Or you can of course always send us an email at gadget at gmail.com. So, I mean, there's a lot yep. of different ways that you can get hold of us and i um, really looking forward to hearing from you L- really looking forward to getting back in the shop and doing a lot of different stuff and seeing these builds and really brainstorming with you and, Um, seeing what everybody is building is probably one of the best things that we, one of our favorite things that we, we do on this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And it's, it's actually been odd not being in here for almost a month. Um, it's been nice actually getting stuff around the house done. Right. Usually when I come home from work, I'm like, I'm in the shop for three or four hours, uh, building stuff. So this thing didn't run for almost a month. Um, you know, and there's all kinds of stuff that didn't, my 3d printers didn't really ever stop. Right. So, um, but that's about it. Gary's going to
0: be there, and the Puzzle Boys are also going to be at Coin Fest. Oh, as sweet! Well. So nice. So stop um, by and
1: say hi to everybody.
0: So, Bell and Move is asking what What are you building at Gadget Academy? Have we released that yet?
1: Top secret. So, the official Gadget Academy build that's going to be there for Coin Fest is not released yet. Um, that's not up to me really That's up to Coin Fest. So, um, but I will have Magic Block kits. Uh, and a few other kits with me. So if you do want to purchase those and build those while we're there, I'd love to build and they'll be part of the Academy as well. But the official one for the event is not released. Okay. So the one for the event is actually uh, something to do with coins.
0: Right. And that, and I, they mentioned that on the show, not last week, but the week before when coin yeah. Fest was on when yeah. the, when the Texas crazy Texans were on. So.
1: Yes. So yeah, stop by. I have, have several different builds. So magic blocks are a great kit to build. Um, and there's Fun nothing kit. on them that's r- to go wrong, and you can use them all over the place. In fact, <clears throat> I think I sold three of those kits at my event. I had I didn't even take them in t- well, I took one, someone from Australia emailed me and said, I'm gonna be at your event. Can you bring one so I have to pay shipping? So I did. Um, but uh people saw that and two other people bought some. I had some extras, so I took them. So those are a huge hit. So I'll have those there. Uh, limited number, but so stop by and talk to me uh, whenever you see me, if you want to build one.
0: Okay. Hey, and before here's a question from geocacher Owen, what is the best way to connect multiple PCBs that are located in different parts of a
1: cache? Wires. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like to use terminal blocks, uh, terminal screws, but um well, you can use a, they can communicate wirelessly if you want. Um, that's just quite a bit more. Um, but uh, there are.
0: Would you want to do like a ribbon cable maybe?
1: Yeah. So, I was, so I'm pulling out here some stuff. I have all these weather pipe boxes in the, in the way of that drawer. Um, so one of the big things I like to connect everything with is using the, the, uh, these crimping the, the BLS connectors here, uh, um, so bring you under can get the them
0: bringing in the work cam.
1: There we go. Thank you. I'm glad someone knows what they're doing. So, uh, you can get these in all different, I have them to, all the way from two connectors up to 12, I think. Uh, and so these are the connectors here. And so when you wire up your board to communicate with each other, you can grab these here, these connectors for them, Uh, these are the right ones. I think these are the ones too much stuff. Okay. So, um, you find a PCB. Well, anyway, um, you, you solder this to your board, however you would solder it. Let me see if I can grab a board here real quick. I don't know if that's big enough, but anyways, you'd solder this to your board with your connections. Um, Wish I had one of my other ones on there. Um, you can get them that go straight or out at a ninety, um, and then these would connect in here, so your wires would connect there. And then you have a quick connect. You could use a ribbon cable, or you can add, you can crimp on the fittings, male and female fittings that will pop into those there. That will. And I can tell you right this, there.
0: those things are a pain in the rear.
1: Or <laughs> <laughs> you can buy them pre-done. So I have a whole bunch and I use them. And they were just in a Ziploc. Yeah, I pulled them. So here's one here to explain, to kind of show. Um, so you can buy these with the ends on them already, male or female here. And there's actually, a, it's hard to see in here. There's a, a way, there's a connector there and it actually just goes in here and snaps. If I go on the right side, here we go should go in there and snap, but now it does not come out. And if you want it out, you just push a screwdriver in there. And so this will actually, you have all your wires set up. You could use ribbon cable too, if you want to put the connections on. Um, and then this will just go right on here. And then you have your connection that's set. Um, you could hot glue it if you want, but that way, if you have any problems, you have to take it apart. You just pull this off of here and you're ready to go. So, and you can get these, these are, I think, 24 inch okay. here, um, really long. Um, but you get them in all different sizes and you can also go from your main board this way and it can go out to a four and a four on this side to two different boards if you want to. So that's what I do. Um, the nice thing about making your own is if it's five feet away, you just run five feet of wire with it, but that's what I would use myself and getting the pre-wired ones like Derek said are a lot easier. i trying to crimp these things with a crimping tool
0: Oh my gosh. It is a huge pain.
1: Yeah. So they also have tools to pop these out uh, with that are like this. um, That will actually just pop them out of of these here. So if you need to replace the one wire, but that's what I would recommend doing. If you find something different, let us know, send us an email. Um, We can have you on the show. If you have a good way of doing it for a few minutes, if you want. Yeah. Or a host show. And you know, if anybody that goes for anybody, if you have an idea, on, on a build or the way you do something, you know, there's more than one way to do something. Right. And so I love seeing how other people make stuff. So we'd love to have you on and show us the way you make something. Yes. Uh, that's that's always good. I love learning from other people.
0: Yeah, I do too. So, but I think that, thanks for the question there, Owen. Uh, that really was, was a great question. And it was uh, something that we did not cover. So um, I really do appreciate that. Um, remember, we're going to be on the next time at October 16th. Um, but if you're going to be at CoinFest, we'll be, uh, be there. So check us out. Um, and we'll probably go live from CoinFest. In fact, I know we'll, we'll go live from CoinFest while we're there at some point. Um, so, but we'll be doing another Gadget Academy down there. So be looking for that if you're at CoinFest. All right, Chad, anything else for tonight?
1: That is it. Uh, we'll be back on the 16th. Uh, you know, take a look at the Instagram at some point. We will release it or on the uh, event page or the cash page. Great.
0: All right, everybody. Hope you have a great week and we will see you on the 16th um so we'll catch you later
1: good night okay good night everybody